0: In Smith v. State 2023, App. 383, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a revocation order despite violation of the defendant's confrontation clause rights in a case involving reliance on a positive drug test. Harmless error prevailed, however, to support revocation, Judge Thier ruled. Quote, Appellate Rodney Dwayne Smith appeals the order of the Arkansas County Circuit Court revoking his probation and sentencing him to a term of three years in the Arkansas Department of Correction. On appeal, he asserts that the circuit court committed reversible error by admitting testimony into evidence in violation of the Confrontation Clause. We affirm. The revocation hearing was held on September 8, 2022. The state's first witness at the hearing was Probation Officer Mahir Tucker, who was called to testify regarding Smith's positive drug screen. Agent Tucker advised the court that, while he was familiar with Smith's case through the probation office records, he had not met Smith until the revocation hearing. Because Agent Tucker was not Smith's supervising officer and had not conducted the drug screen at issue, counsel objected to his testimony counsel asserted that, because the drug screen administered to Smith required interpretation by the supervising officer, and because his supervising officer was not present to testify at the hearing, allowing Agent Mahir to testify regarding the results of that drug screen would violate Smith's constitutional right to confrontation. End of quote. The missing witness would normally require reversal, the opinion explained. Quote, Generally, a defendant in a revocation hearing is not entitled to the full panoply of rights that attend a criminal prosecution, but he or she is entitled to due process. Goforth v. State 27 App. 150 As we recognized in Goforth, the United States Supreme Court has held that a defendant is entitled to the right to confront and cross-examine adverse witnesses, unless good cause is shown for not allowing confrontation. This holding is codified at Arkansas Code Annotated Section 1693-307-C-1. According to Goforth, the Circuit Court must balance the probationer's right to confront witnesses against grounds asserted by the state for not requiring confrontation. First, the court should assess the explanation offered by the state for why confrontation is undesirable or impractical. A second factor that must be considered is the reliability of the evidence that the state offers in place of live testimony. Responding to Smith's objection that he would not be able to confront his reporting officer, the state explained that good cause existed because there was a policy and procedure in place for administering a drug test that Agent Tucker was trained in the policy and procedure, that standard records were kept on each probationer in the ordinary course of business, that Agent Tucker had access to the supervising officer's notes and records, and that no additional testimony would be required regarding the results. Notably absent, however, was the name of his supervising officer and why he or she was not available to testify. Having reviewed the record before us, It does not appear that the circuit court in this case considered the first prong of the balancing test required by Goforth. Despite any evidence as to why the supervising officer was unavailable to testify, thereby making confrontation impractical, the court found that good cause existed due to the reliability of the evidence. This simply was not enough to satisfy the requirements set forth in Goforth. Moreover, The testimony elicited at trial revealed that, in some instances, the interpretation of the drug screen requires some subjective interpretation and or verification by a second officer. While the records Agent Tucker relied on did not indicate that verification by a second officer was required in this case, Agent Tucker had no personal knowledge as to the visual conclusiveness of the test or whether such verification should have been provided. As a result, Smith was prevented from conducting an effective cross-examination on the validity of the test results. Thus, we hold that the Confrontation Clause was violated. However, when error occurs at revocation proceedings involving the constitutional right to confront adverse witnesses, those errors are subject to harmless error analysis. The circuit court here found that Smith had violated the terms and conditions of his probation, requiring him to abstain from illegal drug use. If Agents Tucker's testimony was the only evidence introduced to support a revocation of Smith's probation based on a drug usage violation, we would clearly be required to reverse Smith's revocation on confrontation clause grounds. But it was not. Smith testified at the revocation hearing and admitted that he used marijuana during the term of his probation. Thus, introduction of Agent Tucker's testimony regarding Smith's positive drug screen is merely cumulative to the evidence of Smith's admission to illegal drug usage. Smith's admission, on its own, was sufficient to support the revocation. End of quote. End of decision.